everybody. Welcome to the USL show sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, your home for uh, USL, MLS, men's national team, women's national team, and then custom scarves and things like that. Also fundraisers. Uh, go check them out. Roughneckscarves.com. Also produced and brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network of Podcasts, uh, which we are super proud to be a part of for a variety of reasons. But um, uh, definitely give give those guys a, a, a check out, including ourselves uh bgn.fm on the websites and at the bgnfm on twitter uh i am your your host your moderator sometimes even your facilitator of uh of this conversation that we have every week about the usl evan valella joined by sometimes my soccer friends sometimes my soccer acquaintances but they're always uh i'm screwing up the intro just because i'm flustered and it's late and it's a sunday so i'm not in the mood uh, I will do this, however. Joining me, as always, it's uh, it's Phil Grimms, the waviest man in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Hey, everybody. How's it going, Phil? That's all I got this, mor- this morning, this that's, evening. That's fine. Oh, this morning, wow. this, this night. Wait, no one will ever know when we're recording this. It's all right. Throw them off. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, it is the Chuck Polinick and the Elliot Smith <laughs> yeah. of Portland. Uh, it is it is Kevin McCamish. Kev, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? Did you forget that that's what... No, I well, I guess I did every time. It just gets me because it, it, people in Portland, if they know who those two people are and they know who I am, it's an insult to those two artists. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, I, I hold both of those people in in high regard because I'm hipster trash. Um, <laughs> and and so that was kind of my bit was that I know that this is this sounds terrible and people aren't going to like, people are going to be like, he hates him, but I, I don't, but like, I know you're not on that same caliber. Um, so I'm glad that you also agree. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, if you still had an Equestria, he'd be our rainbow dash. Uh, I can't keep making jokes about the U S soccer election. So I'll just say that if he hates your team, it's because one, he has stats to back it up. And two, it's probably right. It's pony. Hey, how y'all doing Sunday night pod. Woo. Sunday night pod, baby. It's like football, but better. And uh, and joining us, I'm so glad that he didn't really know what he was walking into. Probably, it is the <laughs> voice of USL. He doesn't want to be called an old ass man, so please don't call him that. Uh, it's it's Mike Watts. Look, man, you know that the Google Hangout thing is not a simplistic. Uh, it, it was a lot to navigate. Right, listen, Mike. Mike, I'm I'm gonna level with you here. We've had I don't know 20 or so people on this podcast besides us. Of varying levels of intelligence and 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 media background and, and credibility, um, I, I don't want to hear it. Just <laughs> See, the, the problem is is yeah. with around my name. You brought uh-huh. up credibility and I and uh-huh. I, none of that matters. None of that's relevant to me. Uh, I don't. I know, I don't you, do those I know things. you didn't bring any of the whole like, oh, he's the voice of USL on yourself or anything like that. But you know, it's the life that you have. It's not the one that you were you wanted really. I'm the hero that Gotham deserves. yeah we'll we'll go with that uh so for for those of you who are wondering why we're recording a a podcast uh either in general or just tonight um we have been charged from the league with being the media pick for the third week of of the usl uh, slate of games which is something that i'm sure we'll never fully recover from the first Uh, part of that was like was like we've been charged by the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For what? What do we do? Yeah, there's a lawsuit out against us too, but I don't want to bring that up yet. Christ. Uh, that being said, Mike is also a part of that, as well as the uh, the head of USL Communications and someone who I'm sure will never talk to any of us other again after this, uh, <laughs> Nick Murray. 
So, uh, so Mike has been coerced with bribes and free food into into coming onto the podcast with us, and and we're going to talk about these games. Uh, so that being said, I guess we'll do them in order that they appear. Uh, the first one is Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, <laughs> which is uh, odd, but anyway. Um, yeah, uh, Rio Grande Valley FC versus Reno 1868 FC uh, in uh, in Rio's home park. I guess I guess we'll do it this way um, because we're voting as kind of a a single entity, even though we are multiple people. Um, like we have us. this as a draw with uh, <laughs> Kev, Phil, and Pony all going draw, and then Ryan and I. Uh, oh no, sorry, Ryan and I split. I picked uh, RGV, and Ryan picked Reno. So uh yeah mike i guess what is your pick if you have one yet um and then we'll we'll just kind of talk about it from there so we're starting with me i, I, I well i guess you know you guys all gave what you're what you're rolling with so mm-hmm. Might, mm-hmm. might as well jump in now yeah, I, I went reno i went reno I, I thought offensively i thought they had a good start to the season these first couple weeks i, I watched their game against uh, Swole Park and felt like they were a little hard done not to get a result out of it. And RGV, I, I think they've got a coach in now who really buys into what Wilmer wants for the organization. Mm. And, and they just made a bunch of changes to their roster. I mean, I remember talking with um, Junior Gonzalez last year and he said, look, a lot of these guys, it's two years to figure out, hey, can you play at this level or, or not, or are you best suited for our system and our organization or not? Um, and, and so they made a bunch of changes. I, I kind of think Reno's going to, going to, what is that? 10 a.m. for them in, in yes. their time? Or nine or 10. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to roll into ATB and get a, get a dub. <laughs> uh, Did you see them being good coming into the season? Were you worried about how they lost all those guys to, uh, the quakes yeah i mean when we hand went up uh, uh, dane kelly goes i mean ultimately to richmond right um <laughs> to <DC. Maybe>. right <laughs> um yeah i mean naturally they're gonna lose lose people mm-hmm. a- along the way that's sort of part of the deal i really like what ian russell systematically does um i, I really buy into him as much as the players mm-hmm. um I, I think Reno's going to be fine, and I think they have a great home field advantage. Um, not that that plays into this game, but I, I just yeah. think in terms of their overall record, it's really helpful to them the, the way they want to play. Yeah, I'm buying into that too now, now that they did lose those guys, and they seem to be almost the same team. Uh, so I'm starting to buy into that coach as well. Good call yeah, there. coach is strong. They've looked a little sloppy throughout the playing. I think I should come up to which RG, RGV team shows up. Mm-hmm. The one who played the first half against St. Louis or the one who played the second half. If the first half team shows up, they should take this game. If the second half team shows up, it could go to Reno. But I think I'm just kind of splitting the difference on those two. And I do want to say, you know, St. Louis played RGV and then they played uh, what is supposed to be a really good team in San Antonio this weekend. If St. Louis played similarly both times, I'm, I don't think they did. But if they did, then RGV's defense is very, very good. So if you want to take two games and compare those to mm-hmm. one team, um, that is one thing to watch for is if RGV's defense continues to be really good, then um, they, they could have a solid team this year just by defending well. I, I just think, honestly, and the reason I picked RGV, is the time of the match is so weird. 
and the day of the match is is kind of I mean not that a, a midweek fixture is crazy but I think the time in that is going to make the home field advantage even though I don't think they're going to have you know 3000 people there um I think it'll it'll play a factor a little more than it normally would honestly cuz I don't know what Reno's travel schedule is going to be for that game 100% that's the only reason I put a draw otherwise I think I would have picked Reno for mm-hmm. this one yeah yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I mean, I'm figuring Reno's is the better team of the two, but um, you know that early for the for Reno and mm-hmm. home field advantage for Rio Grande, you know, I'm splitting it with uh, with a draw, lower scoring draw than Phil and Pony went with, but draw nonetheless. Yeah, uh, moving on from there, the second game on Wednesday, um, it is a uh, what six o'clock kickoff, I believe, local time. Uh, OKC Energy FC versus Orange County. Uh, let's see. The show has it as Oklahoma City with uh, Kev, Phil, and Pony picking OKC by a score two to one, and then Ryan and myself have it as a draw. I have it one one. Ryan has it two two. Um, yeah, Mike, how are you feeling about uh about Oklahoma City and Orange County? Uh, which also, and I don't know, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But this is Orange County's first of two matches this this week coming up. All so, right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going with OKC. Um, I mean, look, the guys they lost, like they lose Vucic and uh, Cody Andrews isn't in a starting role at the present moment. Now, like, yeah, they've they've kind of lost some guys or pieces have moved around, but they kept Gonzalez and kept Dixon and Burrill. And um, I think Steve was a good shot in the arm. I, I like Jimmy a lot. So when Jimmy Nielsen left OKC, I was disappointed for them. I, I thought he did a lot mm-hmm. right, um, but. I think playing at home, um, watched 30 minutes, the back 30 minutes of their game against Phoenix last night after I finished with Fresno, did, didn't really jump off the page to me. So I, I'm going OKC. Yeah, for me with the draw, I think, uh, you know, what you said about OKC is, is about right. But on the other side of things, for for Orange County, they've played two really good teams, um, and honestly, have played them decently tight. And not that OKC is a bad team by any stretch, but I don't think they're on that level of a Phoenix, or um, you know, the level that a lot of people perceived or or still think that San Antonio can get to, or probably will get to. Um, so it'll be interesting for them, and I think there's a couple examples of this this week coming up where. You know, it's it's more competition that's in line with, you know, the rest of the conference as opposed to the three teams. So um, I, I can't see anyone coming out on top of, of this one, but I know I'm not in the majority there at all. So uh, someone who is, please, you know, feel free to chime in. I said, well, well okay. this wasn't, yeah, if this wasn't in Oklahoma City, I would have gone for a draw on this one because Orange County is pretty underrated as a whole. Like I said, they have played two decent games against two good teams. And they probably deserve points in both those games, even though they even though they only got them in one. Oklahoma City still is good. I'm a little bit nervous about what just happened in Phoenix, but Phoenix is probably one of, if not the best team out there. And they did pretty easily handle Tulsa the week before, even though again Tulsa, who knows where they're going to really end up. But I think these are two teams that are above average in the West, could easily end up in the playoffs, but. I think Oklahoma City has shown so much consistency year over year in the USL play as opposed to Orange County, who's hard to pin down. So I lean Oklahoma here, but 
I would not at all be surprised if Orange County gets points out of this one. Yeah, I could see it. I think the biggest question is, can Orange County score? Um, mm. They seem to be okay at creating chances and then not capitalizing on them. They play really nice soccer, but OKC you know, plays to uh, plays against um, OC because OKC is so good at defense. So if they're having trouble getting goals and OKC is good at defending them, um, you know, this could be, I wouldn't be surprised if this was more like a 1-0 win from OKC um, because I, I am worried about OC's goals, but maybe they'll prove me wrong as, as the as the season progresses because they are that type of team that the more they gel, the better they'll get, especially mm -hmm. with their style. So, Speaking of teams not finishing chances, <laughs> oh boy, uh, Seattle and Fresno is your nightcap for the Wednesday night games. Uh, two teams that are a little confusing in terms of Seattle hasn't been playing bad at all. And Fresno are probably unlucky to not have some form of points. Um, <laughs> and even though Pony, I think you swore them off on Twitter this morning, uh, you have gone with Fresno winning as has Phil, Kevin and myself. Ryan has a draw. Uh, Mike, what do you think about, I think Fresno's probably the most interesting team in the league through two games. From a what's happening standpoint, how do you feel about them against Seattle? And are, are you hitting the, the panic switch at this point? I, I'm not. I, I know there's an element of looking at what happened with Frank Yollop's team in Phoenix last year where they were slow, older. I think the best thing Patrice did was add uh, foreign players with a little more pace, a little bit younger midseason last year, and that sort of turned Frank Yollop's Phoenix team into what they could have been. And I, I, I don't think that's the problem in Fresno. I, I think in speaking with Adam Smith, I think they know they need a, a holding midfielder, a central midfielder to sort of boss the midfield, and they don't feel like they've gotten that yet. And beyond that, Bustamante had four chances. Yep. Where genuinely, like, I can't believe he didn't score. And if you got one of those, and, and even – you know, Vegas, they had three more good looks that they could have scored on. And I, I think one or two of those goals was, was really preventable um, from from Las Vegas. So, uh, yeah, they should feel really hard done. The tough part is you don't know how many first-team guys from the Sounders are coming down. I, I just read from Sounder at heart that they're sending five players on loan deals. But whether they play this week or play on the weekend and Wednesday or – Whatever with the bye week, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, Sounders, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, hmm? Sorry, the Sounders have so many guys injured. They're all pretty much USL level guys at this point, anyway, right? If they're sending anybody down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to an extent. I mean, a couple of those were like, "Wow, okay, I guess they're gonna send him down." But because mm -hmm. um, Buana played really well at the MLS level, I thought maybe they'd yeah. keep him around and, and let him play a little more. But you know, they've got New Who and they have options. Mm -hmm. I'm going Fresno on the road. Although, how cool is Cheney Stadium, Ben? Huh? I mean, yeah, like a real good crowd. I've been chanting for them to go to Tacoma for years. I yep. love it. Yep, yep, real good crowd. I mean, that's it's one of those things where I think you know, and and we've seen it time and time again, and even people that that'll say things on Twitter. I'm sure to the league as well, or even you, Mike, where having those you know, quote unquote, two teams kind of move adjacent to the MLS market and kind of rebrand is not necessarily a two side is a huge thing for not only, you know, developing a fan base in, in Tacoma or Bethlehem or Swope park or, you know, wherever. 
Um, but also just kind of making it a little bit easier to swallow that there is these kind of development teams in the league. I mean, you say that like development teams, and yet you look at the the people who reached the final these last two years and three of the four, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, it's frustrating as an announcer. Right. right. (laughs) I did the Galaxy 2 this weekend, and I I spoke with them, and they go, well, Generation Adidas Cup is going on right now, and injuries on the team, and, you know, Zlatan's not here yet, so... (laughs) I, during the broadcast, I go, Zlatan's not playing tonight. And it's like, right, yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. He's going to get a really quick 10-minute USL warm-up where he scores four goals. You know? <laughs> You're welcome, Galaxy 2. Um, <laughs> Zlatan, can you help us win Generation Adidas Cup? No? All right. <laughs> Yeah, so I, but it, it's frustrating because you, you don't totally know. But and there's some guys where it's like, are they really deserving of professional minutes? A lot of them, yes. And it's it's good for the pyramid, for for U.S. soccer that those guys are getting those minutes. So I'm happy from an existential standpoint. But sometimes they make 17 year old mistakes, and that can be frustrating. Right, right. I get it. Sure. Yeah. I, Guys, anybody else? Well, some- yeah, for me, the first no frustration. I looked it up, and they have allowed five shots on goal the entire season to date, and they've allowed four goals. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those where it's it, – I'm not sure if it's just unbelievably horrible luck or something is – they just can't finish or they give up such good quality shots or something, but this is probably the most confusing team two weeks into the season – and not even close to anyone else. Because if you just look at their stats, you probably think they won both their games. But then they've, I mean, they lost in week one and they drew against LA who had one total shot all game and were down a man for 70 minutes. So Fresno, I still think they can be good, but I'm starting to get kind of scared about them. I still have them this week though. So what are you going to (laughs) do? Kev, uh, Kev has something in the oven, I think. Anyway, um, was me. yeah, move it. <laughs> that was me. Uh, fair enough. Moving on from there, our, uh, our first game of the weekend, I believe. Yeah. Uh, New York Red Bull 2 versus Charleston Battery from Red Bull Arena. Um, the show, as we are called. Uh, we are going with Red Bull in a sweep, actually. Everyone has them winning. Uh, it's really just goal total that'll change. Um, you know, Mike, a, a couple red cards in a couple games for Charleston. Red Bull got Velo and Bezacourt back, and um, Red Bull too, rather. And and you know, they have a pretty good history of just winning with John Wolniak and and things like that. Is there any chance that the battery gets something here? I picked draw. <laughs> I, like I, I, huh. you guys are like, oh, it was a sweep. This phone was easy for us. I'm kind of like, eek. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm going draw, and you know something? I'm draw happy with this. Like, everyone talks about, like, oh, if you get anybody. 50% of your picks, you're in good shape. But, like, you get three <laughs> options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, this one sort of clawed me into a draw. Um, I, I thought Gara did good things last week. I think Mansaray has good talent. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have the fullback play they did in, in recent years necessarily. Losing Lasso hurts. They lost um, that Romario Lord got a couple other guys. Okay. Portillo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Portillo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, um, yeah, I, I think they can go to Red Bull and, and get a draw. I'm assuming that there's not going to be 19,000 screaming fans. No. That could change my opinion. But they do have reverberation on their side, so there's that. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a little worried when New York kind of got blasted by um, Atlanta United 2 last week or the yeah, other day. That was interesting. That worried me a little bit um, because I didn't see that coming. I th- thought it would at- actually be a little closer, but um, I, you know, I still went with New York just because you know they did so well the, the week before that. So uh, I think they're going to do better than they did last year. Maybe return partially to the form of two years ago. Yeah, the New York defense is bad, but I don't know who's going to score in Charleston to really mm-hmm. take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sven Tessin is, is he'll get there. Like I, I, he's like, I don't think he's not going to score goals. Um, but I don't know, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, I guess is what I'm trying to say for Charleston. You know, I, I think he's not the problem per se. I think the no, guys no, no. Him out and you know, they need to figure each other out for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's and Mans- Mansoura is a really interesting part of that team as well. And he'll, um, you know, he'll, he'll develop and he'll figure himself out. And I think he's, you know, a quality player that, that didn't get the time that he should have or, or wanted or could have, you know, with, with Cincy. Yeah. And you know something guys, if John Harks was the coach there last year, I think there's a couple guys, the Pat McMahon's, the Victor yep. Mansoura's like, I think there are certain guys that would have, seen a different fate in Cincinnati, but that's not to take a shot at Alan Koch. It's just different coaches, different his goals came from Koffa in some capacity. So what a prototype. Uh, who, who yeah, who's gonna get him the ball and who put him in the most dangerous possible a good shout about the Harks thing and those guys being left out for you know not necessarily the the reason of not being good enough that's good mm-hmm. uh moving on this one's gonna be difficult uh Bethlehem and Nashville we have Bethlehem everyone except Pony um you know uh steel playing red rowdies is always just really weirdly intense and physical and has a really crazy playoff atmosphere um regardless of where it is um and i I think nashville disappointed a lot of people or you know uh not to talk about it too much because we will have a podcast about last week's games this week um but i I think that nashville results really interesting like tricky and and hard to figure out so this will be another good test for both of these teams to kind of figure out who they are yeah, I mean, Pony. Who did you pick? We picked. By the way, uh, we picked Steel. I mean, I personally had Steel three to one. Kevin had him two one. Phil had him two nothing. Pony has a draw, and Ryan had him two one. Yeah. Okay. I, a draw. Yeah, I, I I took as a draw. I I think Bethlehem has some troubles against Tampa and Nashville. If nothing else, is a solid defense. So I think it's going to be a really low scoring game and basically a question of almost who gets the first goal. Someone gets a goal early. I think it's probably over. Yeah, yeah I, I, yeah, I chose Nashville. Hmm. Like, I, I, they, they, this can't go on forever. I mean, part of this is like you, you, you realize that the tide is going to get stemmed. I watched the Nashville game at, at Nissan. That was not what they were looking to do at home, right? Like that, that was not, not what they wanted. 
Do you, um, do you think that was Lily and the Hounds executing, or was that just first game ever kind of jittery, no chemistry type stuff? It's a little bit of both, right? I mean, uh, the the River Rhinos are going to be really good. Um, they are, they are. Yeah, they are. But I mean, so, you know, it's not what the... anyone would have expected out of that game, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I I I I just think you know Nashville, they're, they're due. They have the talent. I I don't think that's a question. I I, I think the same question: who's who's going to score for them right now? Because it yeah. like Lebo wasn't a, like a go-to goal scorer. Mm-hmm. In 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 his previous stop, Cox did not have a good year last year for for Orlando. So like you're hoping those guys will kind of score and push up and and do the right things, but whether or not they actually do that, that that's a totally different argument. And that's that's how I'm feeling. Is um, rather than maybe saying this can't keep going, is I, I actually worry that I think it will keep going. I didn't really see flashes of anything. Um, of signs of life perhaps in the scoring of the goals um, in the future coming. So, um, but now I am after what pony said, I'm actually starting to question um, my Bethlehem steel two over or two to zero, because like he said, you know, they struggled against the rowdies a little bit. Um, so I almost wish I had picked a draw for that point alone, but I will stick with for now until they prove me wrong. Uh, Nashville not scoring because they're just, I don't see it happening yet. Not yet. And perhaps not away either. Mm-hmm. Kev Pony, anyway. I think it's all been said at this point for my end. Fair. Yep. Then we will move on. Uh, Kev, to your team. In fact, uh, they will uh, they'll travel to Salt Lake City, the Monarchs, against the Portland Timbers. We have SLC uh, with one, two, three, four of us picking them. And Kev, you had a draw. I so. did. Want to know why? I, I do, yeah. <laughs> so historically, T2 actually gets some half-decent results in Salt Lake City. Um, and the most uh, normal result for them to actually pull out of there is a draw. A 1-1 draw, in fact. So I'm picking that because strictly of historical purposes, feel it's the most likely scenario um, since T2 kind of proved to me um, over the weekend that uh, they are in fact not bad and <laughs> I think that they can they, I think they can put it up with the best of them so I'm going with the draw 1-1 nice. Mr. Watts yeah I, I'm going Portland no I'm kidding uh, I'm going Salt Lake City <laughs> Ooh, <wait a> <laughs> <laughs> no I, I said this last year uh, the Timbers sucked uh last year players to play the way they played but they were still willing to play the system and they were willing to play soccer and I've watched way too many teams pack it in because they go we just don't have the horses and to their credit I really felt like even like they lost games like 4 nothing, and they'd be down 2 nothing, and it's not like I don't think they cared if it was 2 or 4 like to their credit I really felt like they went out and, and were willing to sort of 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 like play the string out the right way rather than get bad habits and try and salvage a draw. Like if, if there's a developmental segment to this, it's like I don't think the Red Bulls too are going on the road to draw anybody. Like I, I think they they're they're there to play their system and to operate and to make their players better and by virtue win. But um, all that said, Salt Lake City I, honestly I thought they got better 
over the off season on the whole? Like, is a is a total like championship winning organization as opposed to a regular season winning organization? I actually think they're better than they were last year, and I think they'll show that. I agree. I'm excited to see more of Salt Lake City because we've only gotten one game out of them. So, um, you know, I just took a guess because they were so solid last year to give them the 2-1 win. But, um, yeah, this will be a good game, especially because, as Kev said, they don't the Timbers don't suck this year. They just won in Colorado, right? Wasn't it 1-0? Yep. Yeah. So um, that's uh, that's a good proving ground, and I'm excited to see this game because um, it's another good measurable for Timbers, for Timbers too. It'll be fun. I, you know, I, I hate being the guy that gives out really good advice to teams and slogans and, and ideas for the league and everything for free. But um, if the Timbers 2 or even the Timbers Army want to make a scarf that says we don't suck, I'd probably buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be fair, it's you know. S-W-I-W-S. Um, hashtag, so what if we suck? Oh, <laughs> it, that's a thing. That is a that thing is, that is happens. That actually, it's an actual. Thing. No, you're not. You're not BS thing. No, Ooh. it's an actual thing that happens when you know when when things maybe maybe don't go the way uh, the army would prefer them to go. After the honeymoon phase with uh, University of Akron alum Caleb Porter, so good. It was very. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, you know, I tried. I tried. I thought we were going to have a breakthrough. We didn't. It's all right. Uh, moving on. Um, moving on. Tulsa and uh, and Orange County. Orange County's second match of the uh, of the week, as it were. We all have this. Oh, just kidding. Everybody but Pony has this as a draw, which means his vote matters to him, but not to to for. Uh, I, yeah, I especially because it's it's Orange County's second road game in the week. I don't see them getting a win out of this for sure and then i haven't been super impressed with tulsa um which i i think is a commonly shared sentiment so um i don't know if I, if anyone mike i guess we'll throw it to you for your pick yeah i, I'm, I am going tulsa I, I know how much they lost over the off season and um for david to try and pull a rabbit out of his hat two years in a row with some of those kind of wonder signings that he made yeah. isn't necessarily like totally you, you can't have that happen every year you got to try and keep a few people um and and they did keep a few but um yeah i think orange county going on the road i, I guess i just don't rate them that highly at the present moment um and and two yeah two road matches in a week and not easy places to play and Tulsa with the tight field. I think they'll be, I think they'll certainly be a, a tough out this week. Sure. Anyone have anything on, on this besides that? Really? I think that's pretty. Uh, yeah. Accurate. I think, yeah, I think orange County is still underrated and Tulsa hasn't impressed yet. I think orange County is going to at least get a goal. And if they get a goal early, their defense hasn't looked too bad either. So they could probably grind out a one zero yeah. win, which is what I got. Yeah, so I, I always talk to my brothers-in-law. We watch USL. In fact, yesterday we had a, a five-year-old birthday party, and um, we drank all day and watched USL all day long, and including we finished. We started the first game, and we finished the last game before I left there. And um, we had a really good time. And part of uh, what one of my brothers-in-law said is um, that he thinks OC looked a little tired at the end of the match because they do kind of run and, and possess the ball a lot. And so he's a little worried about them getting tired at the end of the season, um, not to mention this week being you know, the two-game sort of thing. So 
another thing to perhaps watch if, if that is the case, OC is tiring. Uh, two games in a week is going to hurt them worse than perhaps other teams. Mm-hmm. Hey, OC did pull back a 90 minute equalizer against Phoenix week one, though. So true. true. Good point. It's true. Uh, the next game, oh, we're not going to make any friends here. Uh, Richmond in North Carolina. Um, next. And. <laughs> Yeah. And to the surprise of hopefully not a whole lot of people outside of the RVA, at least we have North Carolina winning this in various degrees of severity and difficulty. Uh, but regardless, all of us have uh, North Carolina winning. Mike, um, I, I, I like you, but I would start to judge your character a little bit if you disagreed. No, no, I'm I'm on North Carolina too. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, <laughs> man, we're gonna we're gonna just become a Richmond hating show, I guess. Um, but but, you know, Mike, uh, you know, I've watched them the last uh, two weeks now. Obviously, in person against Steel, when they looked outclassed by a, a wide margin, um, and then even against uh, against the uh, who was it, North Carolina at home. They did not look as good as they normally would at home in, at City Stadium. Um, you know, is there anything that you're seeing from Richmond that's that's promising? I mean, Giuseppe hasn't been bad at all. Um, but I think, you know, Travis War has come down and has looked like he hasn't played with those guys at all hardly, which is frustrating, I'm sure. Yeah, I think the best thing that could happen to them is Dan Kelly showing up. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's like... But, like, they've been missing, like, bringing Frank Teu after pseudo being good for three weeks in San Antonio doesn't necessarily make you that much of a better team. And and so I think there's just an element of I, I think they could use a goal scorer. Um, I think they could use a little help defensively. Yeah, the goalkeeping situation because of their affiliation with D.C. is a little unique because even in past years they've – whether it's Laura or it's other people coming in and out, mm-hmm. it's made it difficult. I got burned by Richmond last week. I think uh, so. I, yeah, I'm not getting burnt by that again. I'm, <laughs> that that sure. that's part of the North Carolina pick. And and the weird thing for Richmond is, or, or you know, and maybe you know, and, and it's an affiliate, so we don't really know. And maybe it's a director from from DC, but they seem to be riding Wara out, which is fine. I think again, I'll stick by this he's a good keeper yes um but they just they and they haven't um you know lee cowshaw at the end of the first week said that they didn't have any of those guys that they got loaned down in preseason um at all really but it it really looks like those guys don't either know the system or or just really unfamiliar with each other i don't know if they don't talk to each other um but yeah it's it's really hard to pick richmond especially against a, a pretty okay north carolina side Yep. And, and I that's what I was going to say is that the North Carolina side does look very, very good. In my opinion, I, I was saying how the, the Rowdies North Carolina game uh, two weeks ago to me was a, a very entertaining game, fun to watch. So um, I think they're going to be extremely good. And I think that's part of why I put, you know, three to one win for North Carolina. Yeah. Pony Kev, anything? No, this one shouldn't even be close. <laughs> Group think. <laughs> we're a hive mind really um phil i'll let you talk about your boys playing colorado springs uh good news is uh we pick st louis for this one so yay yeah <laughs> nothing wrong with that um no. no i thought st louis looked a lot better last week against san antonio and um if colorado switchbacks 
you know, are playing it smart, in my opinion, they'll be a team that's kind of similar to San Antonio, except perhaps, you know, lower budget. Um, so I thought they looked good against uh, San Antonio this week away. So that's why I kind of put 2-0 at home against Colorado. Uh, season opener, um, the Luligans get rowdy. We fill the stadium up pretty well usually. Um, so I think it's going to be a win for St. Louis. And also, you know, the coach is hungry and the players are extremely hungry to please these fans. They've been so disappointed for so many years and and they they honestly don't give up. They show up over and over and over. Um, so um, we have a similar hashtag to the one the Timbers were talking about there. So <laughs> New season, new conference. Yeah, I think NC. Well, that one's one. NSNC. Yeah, the Luligans have my favorite one is it's the hope that kills you. Um, so that's a good mm. one. But um, yeah, I think I think we're gonna turn things around and have a good opening day. I hope. <laughs> Mike, fancy a fancy a guess in there? I mean, you yeah. have to make one. So I I, I do. I'm I'm stuck <laughs> in this predicament every week. <laughs> that's um, so true. But by the way, I don't know if you watched on YouTube for the opening week. If you did, you got me. If you watched on TV in St. Louis, I think you got Tyler calling that game. So uh, hopefully you weren't stuck um, in St. Louis captive as my audience for the RGV St. Louis game. I watched um, one half with you and one half with Tyler. So I a diplomatic it. man, Phil. That's a that's a good shout. You know, trying to. <laughs> Trying to give equal uh, equal love to all my kids. Equal opportunities to all the all the announcers in USL land. Yeah, well, and at the end, you know, you're like, yeah, Tyler. So, and I understand that. You know, I think I think we can all agree on that. So, I wasn't going to say that he's clearly the better the better pick, but. Like, hey, you know, what's funny is uh, both at, at different times you guys chose to talk uh, about how good Valeski's going to be this year, and I thought that was funny because I got to hear similar comments about how good he's going to be this year in different halves. So that was Did that make you sad because you haven't seen it yet, or uh, no? <laughs> I, I'm down on Valeski to be honest with you, but uh, fair enough. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, he's always good for five, ten goals at least. I mean, you, you sort of expect. I think he's he's a better fit than like Michael Cox was for what Anthony Pulis wants to do. Um, I, I did pick St. Louis, and it's funny. Tyler and I, we'll talk about all this stuff, you know, during the week and and on the weekend. And what do you think of this guy? And you know, in between halves and and what what's kind of going on. So, um, you know, in that sense, it's kind of funny that we both talked about it because you know we're we're not like texting each other like time to talk about Valeski um, but you know it just sort of works out that way I really like the the changes they made um, you know the the guys from Orlando I think he picked some of the better Orlando players to come up there um, to, to join him um, I, yeah I think at home I, I love I love the St. Louis franchise I mean I in in general like there are certain teams that have curried my favor over the years and um, you, you guys, you've got great fans, great fan base. I love. I think it looks like a good atmosphere every time. That corner is always looking completely nuts. Um, and, and you know, you've got good PR people and, and a front office that, frankly, really gives a crap. Yep. And like, if you lost the way that they've lost these last few years, mm. you might have questions. There are no questions with St. Louis. Like, they, they increased the budget significantly and brought in Precky and said, we're going to get it right. And when that didn't work out, you know, they, they went and found a young up and coming coach with a great pedigree and said, all right, we're going to, we're going to try and get, get this right again. I mean, I really appreciate what they do as an organization. So yeah, 
long story short, St. Louis. I like that because I, my wife probably hates when I do this, but every once in a while I'll talk about my ex-girlfriends and how I've never dated the same kind of girl twice. I always go way the other direction every time I, I find out. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, St. Louis, it's not like they're like banging their heads on the wall, trying the same thing over and over and over. They've mm -hmm. gone way different directions every time. And uh, so far, I'm not just saying this. This is my favorite one. And yes. uh, like said, they keep upping the ante, putting more money into it. They care. Um, and the fans know that even though they're up unhappy. So uh, I think you nailed it there, Mike. That's good. Pony Cove. No, if St. Louis is the better team, they should take care of business on this one. Should. Well, yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boys. Uh, next game, Los Dos, San Antonio. We have a sweep here as well. It's for San Antonio. Um, again, uh, actually, mo <laughs> the majority of us picked the San Antonio 2 nothing. So apparently that's the scoreline we like a lot. Um, but a uh, San Antonio win here not. Again, uh, Mike, you actually mentioned that the Generation Adidas Cup is going on. You know, um, a lot of things happening in in the uh, in you know Los Angeles Galaxy world, which is a weird sentence, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, how are you feeling about this one? Are you are you in with this in San Antonio, or do you think Los Dos can surprise some people? Zlatan ten, San Antonio nil. No, right. uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You got to keep it now. No, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> San, San Antonio for me. Right up on San Antonio for me. I swear. I'll take the on that pick. Yeah. Next to like you putting the San Antonio logo, I'd be cool with that on the okay. pick and page. All right. Yeah. Just a giant like if you put like an asterisk. And at the bottom, it says, you know, if Zlatan plays L.A. by, you know, however many goals he wants to score to zero, <laughs> um, you know, or like plot twist, they put him in goal or something. And he scores like a 90th minute equalizer. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, Pony Kev, fill anyone with, with some thoughts on this one. I know this is not the hardest pick we've had to make this week. L.A. Um, has one shot on goal all season. Ouch. There you go. Well, I wasn't going to do it in statistics. All I was going to say is LA sucks. Yeah, they might be the worst team in the league. It was a good, unbiased notion by Kev, noted Portland Timbers fan. Um, say that LA just sucks. <laughs> well, There's no use more harsh language, but no, I, I know, and I appreciate you don't. Um, yeah, we try to be a family show, and and. Me not letting you use harsher language is only going to improve our chances of being a family show. So I will move on. Mike, we have a dilemma on this next match, so I'll let you kick things off again. Or maybe try to sway us in, in your direction. Yes. It is the Charlotte Independence versus Atlanta United 2, also known as apparently the Five Stripes, right? Instead of the Nine? I don't understand that. Um, a, uh, are you frustrated that stylistically they are known as all caps ATL space UTD space 2, and what is your pick for this match? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very frustrated by that. And, and okay, the, great, the, great. Join the club. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone else, except for uh, Chris Winkler, I know you're out there. I know you know who I am because you're a former Philadelphia Union media guy. I like you a lot, but you made one very bad mistake, and it was that. Oh, oh, I don't know that that's his fault. Uh, no, I mean, I he's, it's not. 
but he's complicit. I don't know anyone else over there. He is complicit. That's right. I'm holding him in contempt. It is all your fault, Chris. I tried to tell you that at the draft, but you were too busy talking to Todd Martinez, and I didn't want to interrupt you. Well, that's a good reason. Uh, uh, it was a very good reason. He was yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about Atlanta yet. I mean, I watched part of their game against New York over the weekend. Um, and obviously they got the result and you respect that, but like, I really don't know how that's going to play from week to week. I don't know how the organization is going to move people in out that you just don't have a blueprint for them yet. So in that sense, it's a little unclear. Um, Atlanta's success on the whole, like almost feels like it's the product of their three or four superstars offensively at the MLS level. And you can't recreate that at, at, at the youth uh, or, or the academy or the USL level necessarily. But um, I, I obviously Tata knows what he's doing, um, but I'm going Charlotte. Um, they miss Enzo, miss Enzo a lot. Um, but, but I do think this is sort of a chance for, for Mike to get it going a little more. I think at times when they pass, it's not nearly focused enough in terms of trying to get forward. Um, I've spoken with a couple people about that over the last week or two where they feel a little like, like, like the lines are a little too stagnant in, yeah. in terms of getting the ball forward. Um, but I, I do think they'll sort of figure it out. I think they're doing a lot of things right. So I think they'll, they'll go home and, and get a win. So we were trying, I was trying to figure out, I was able to look it up uh, before the show started. We were talking about the signing of uh, Amon, Amon Zayed. I'm sure I butchered that, but um, Irish striker that used to play for, shoot, who is it in the NASL? Uh, Wasn't it Miami? Was it Miami? Oh, no, I'm not seeing it no. now. Indy okay. 11, sorry. Indy, okay. Indy 11 in the NASL. Close enough. Uh, 26 goals over 59, 59 games over two seasons, so... Decent efficiency, and they just picked him up after they're winning every game so far pretty handily. So um, that's not bad. That's nothing but good. I don't know if he'll play this week. Yeah, that was. Is yeah. that? Do we know? Does anybody no, so know? It does say pending P one visa visa approval, just like mm. as you're guessing. To be honest with you, so um, <laughs> you know, hopefully get some uh. medical in there before he starts practicing too, and uh, we'll just see how things pan out and when he gets to start. Yeah, and, and honestly, Mike, I think you're dead on about no one really knows what Atlanta United 2 is going to be mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of what they're going to do every, like week in and week out um, because obviously they want to have a stellar academy and I think they have everything in place and probably more in terms of their, their facility um, to, to do that or to warrant that. And obviously they have a, a, a large number of you know kids from um, South America that come in and, and I was surprised to a see Yosef Samuel play at, at the striker role and B to see him score like one of the prettier goals we've seen so far, um, which, you know, was, was very cool. Um, but I, yeah, I like if, if I knew that um, Amon was going to be there for Charlotte, I think I'd feel a little better. Or if they had Enzo Martinez, I think I'd feel a little better about their chances, but I, I, I can't, I can't pull the trigger on that. I will. I'll, okay. I'll break. I'll break the deadlock. I will switch my pick from Atlanta to Charlotte, and therefore we have three people to Charlotte. Charlotte, it is then. I'm. Yeah. I, I'm gonna get a little, little convinced that maybe, maybe I should go Charlotte on this one. Home side over an MLS two side. I can go with that. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, this is probably going to be one of the 
marquee matchups of the week, I would think, if not just for uh, intrigue in terms of attendance and, and how these two teams get along with each other, et cetera, et cetera. Indy 11 at home against Cincinnati FC. We have a draw, matter of fact, which would be kind of funny. Um, you know, Mike, how are you feeling about this one? And, and how are you feeling about Indy's first couple weeks in the league in, in general? Yeah, I also went draw on this for a handful of reasons, not the least of which is I really rate Cincinnati. Sure. Um, with Alan Koch kind of getting time to build the team he wants to build. Um, how that all sort of comes together over the next stretch of time is unclear. Um, honestly, I haven't gotten a chance to see either of them as much as I'd want to this point. So I, the, the tough part for me is I saw all the signings for Indy them enough to actually know whether or not it works. So I'm, I'm going draw almost out of pure ignorance, despite the fact this is probably the biggest game of the week. Yeah, it probably is. Um, you know, I think one of the bigger conversations we had in preseason was, you know, which NASL team is going to be the best, North Carolina or Indy 11. And um, I just guessed North Carolina based on uh, playoffs and their player signings, mostly their highlights of the players they have, which some of those highlights looked really crazy good. Um, but I think after watching Indy uh, yesterday, I was incredibly disappointed, honestly, in the way they looked. I think they were they were away so maybe that was part of it and i won't judge them fully yet but again i rate cincy pretty high as well um and i'm starting to not rate indy so there that was my 3-1 win for for cincy in my opinion i uh, yeah i made a bunch of mistakes in that i said that um north carolina played richmond when they most certainly didn't <laughs> uh that was indy uh yeah. i and and honestly phil i'm i'm kind of there with you in that i expected indy to get more out of that game uh, especially given you know what I think is a, has been a really poor Richmond team and a pretty decent indie team, uh, but you know a result at City Stadium is hard to do um, or has been traditionally, so I don't think I would downgrade them that hard for getting a win away. Um, but I, I don't know, you know, since he gets a gets a really good road test, which they don't have a whole lot of in terms of a team that can you know draw fans on a comparable level. Um, and I think, you know, in a way, like, you know, Alan Coach bringing in that many players can can be a bit of a, a downfall for Cincy and that some of those guys are not going to be terribly happy with the minutes they're getting. So I, uh, I went with the draw. Pony, what do Pony. you think about Cincinnati? Bring us back down the <laughs> reality. Like, okay, fine. Sure. Okay. See, I'm more thinking Indy's going to just give him a fit. I'm not. I'm more scared about Indy being able to score than anything else. They shut down Richmond. They only allowed one shot on goal, but it's Richmond against Cincinnati, who are almost polar opposites in attacking. But Indy had chances too, and I think this is this is going to come down to how well they how well they create on their chances, and almost it'll be a good metric stick again for Cincinnati, who managed to keep a clean sheet despite something some twenty odd shots from Charleston. If their defense plays as well as it did week one, Cincinnati probably takes this one, but I think it was more of a abnormal, really, really good day from the Cincinnati back line. And I think Indy's going to get one just kind of almost like a joke goal or it's like they shouldn't have got it, but they're going to sneak something in. And then especially if it comes first, they're going to play defense and 
I think their defense might be enough to just frustrate Cincinnati into a lowest scoring draw, which is where I'm going. But if someone blows the other team out, since it's Cincinnati, if someone's winning this handily. I want to bring up too that Pony was sporting uh, a new hat, I assume, a Rainbow Dash hat, and that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't lie to people when I say that he is USL's Rainbow. It's, you know, these are facts. And he turned his video off, and his uh, logo is uh, Rainbow Dash with yeah, the. Also, the Rainbow Dash. Guys, I'm not. I, <laughs> there's no verifiable way to prove this to anybody, but I'm not. You I don't play no games with my nicknames. All right. Visual clothing line. It's all about visual gags and podcasts. I my favorite thing is visual gags and audio podcasts. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Let us know. You know what else is one of my favorite things? Soccer loco. That's right. Uh, how about that for a, for a transition into an ad read? Wasn't that great? That was really good. DK, I hope you're happy. I know you are. Love you. Um, no, check it out. USLshow.com. And then there's a, there's two boxes. One is for soccer loco. Your your should be your online retailer for anything related to equipment or merch. Uh, if you really like Kevin DeBrunia and think he's the best midfielder in the Premier League, wink wink nudge nudge. Uh, you know, buy his kit, uh, and and we'll get a little bit of a portion of that. Or if you need cleats for your adult league that you're starting, tell, they got tell, me, tell me this: Can I get a Mohamed yeah. Salah jersey? You can, in fact, get a Mohamed Salah jersey. Well, although I don't I'm know why you want a jersey for a team that's not going to win the league. Ooh. Um. Anyway, you son of a. <laughs> hey, whoa! My mother is a wonderful person. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, soccerlocker.com, uh, or you know, uslshow.com, and then click that box. There's also a Patreon one underneath that. If for whatever reason you want to support us financially, feel free to do so. Moving on. Speaking of things that'll be supported financially somehow, I guess in that people will go to the game, Pittsburgh and Penn FC. Um, we have this as a sweep with uh, with Pittsburgh winning. Mike, I'm uh, uh, well. Actually, I'm interested to hear what you think about the Penn FC experiment that's happening, um, and then how you feel like this game is going to go between two in-state rivals. Yeah, uh, kind of funny because I was talking with someone about this last week, and and we have St. Louis folk here on the show. Uh, may, maybe I'm off base, but I feel like the Penn FC experiment in some ways sort of goes off the St. Louis Scott Gallagher experience. A little bit where, where you kind of have like a, a built-in almost it's not a total reversal where it's like rush is a giant umbrella of many many places mm-hmm. but i mean like st louis scott gallagher has a really good track record and there's a fair number of those guys that sort of made their way up to this pro team in st louis so i sort of feel i don't want to take their thunder away but i sort of feel like in some ways it's already been done right mm. is it really an experiment it is, but I, uh, but I think the thing that sets Penn apart as well is that they have the and I'm I don't remember his name, but they have that built-in relationship with the Ghanaian team as well because of the Capelli Sports sponsorship, mm, yeah. right? Which is big. Probably which, that might be bigger than the Rush Rush uh, thing. Maybe. But, but I loved that you guys made that comparison. You know, I'm in St. Louis, and I hadn't even considered that per se. That exact uh, parallel. Did you repress it? Is that why? Now, maybe perhaps <laughs> the only ones doing this, but um, I love that you guys brought that up in the broadcast, and um, uh, I thought it was a really good point, and, and it could work really well that way. I think the only thing is so far with St. Louis, it was just so natural that you know they just wanted the next level up, and it was real organic, just moving um, coaches and, and different players up that way. 
Um, whereas this seems a little bit more forced, but perhaps in five years, it'll be seamless. Maybe it'll be a really good move for them. I could definitely see it working that way. Maybe. <laughs> um, I, I'm going, I'm going Pittsburgh for sure though. Yeah. 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 Five years is, is a while. Um, especially for, you know, formerly Harrisburg, as I guess we'll call them forever. Um, you know, and they've been successful and then they weren't, and then they were affiliated with the union and then they weren't. And then they weren't that great. And now they're trying something else. And it's going to take it, you know, at least God, two months or so to figure out what this team is in its current iteration. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, and, and I think they brought in Ken Tribbett's going to do great with that back line. He's a, he's a, a USL guy for sure. Um, and, you know, losing Rapapa Mensa really hurt, but that was a weird thing with he was on loan with that Ghanaian team. And, and I'm sure, you know, Nashville offered more money or, a better experience or a little bit of both i don't know um but yeah i, I honestly pony and kevin i don't know if you have any other thoughts but this should be a decently easy pittsburgh win even though they didn't play super well against uh you know nashville yeah penn had no shots on goal in their first game against charleston pittsburgh's better defense than charleston this one could get out of hand oh. And I disagree. I thought Pittsburgh looked really good against Nashville. I just rate Nashville's defense so good that they were able to handle it. Um, you know, Pittsburgh had pressure on them the whole time. And I feel like it's one of the most offensive teams maybe Lily's ever had, mm. or maybe the most offensive game plan I've probably ever seen, perhaps, because Nashville did sit back quite a bit. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I think Pittsburgh looks even better than I expected them to be. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and, and I'll go as far as to say I'm not sure that he ever had the in 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 Rochester, I'm not sure he had the budget to no. get the offensive team he wanted. And that's part so, of what said too. like you do such a great job of getting I mean, you look at um, you know, the, the, the guy who scores the two goals in the championship for them in twenty fifteen was playing indoor soccer and Canardo Forbes, indoor yep. soccer guy, and so they were able to get a bunch of those guys in from that upstate new york area and bob like made gold out of it and now he's in pittsburgh and the only concern i had was is he like jason christ where he almost thrives at rsl because he didn't have superstars mm. Mm. and then you go to new york city and you're kind of hamstrung with these three guys that don't fit what you want to do necessarily but sure like we have all this money right but i, I don't think I think those who he wants, he got wanted. Um, I, I, I rate Pittsburgh super high for a ton of reasons. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. That's That'll be fun to watch too, watch for. Next game, uh, Phoenix and Reno, Reno hosting. Um, but everyone, but our resident, well, no, just kidding. It's Phil with the draw. Uh, we all pick Phoenix, so the majority is Phoenix. Mike, who do you have for this one? Phoenix. Yeah. Yep, I'm with that. Phil, uh, then what's wrong with you? Why are you why are you <laughs> dissenting from all of us? Uh, I think um, I was a little disappointed how Phoenix played away against OC. I thought they could have done better, and maybe it's because they scored the early goal and then sat back a little too much. I could definitely see that being the case. But um, like I said, um, Reno's a little better than I expected, and Phoenix wasn't too good away. So I just put those together to a draw. I, just, I think I stuck my neck out a little bit on that one just to be different. Fair. I am trying to beat you guys, so that's fair. That's fair. That's the name <laughs> of the game. Pony, uh, Kev, any any thoughts on this one? Yeah, last week Phoenix looked more like what I think they're going to look like the rest of the season. Yeah, and Reno's just looked sloppy for the first two games. Phoenix should be able to put, hang at least a couple goals on them. 
Here's the big one. Yeah. Here, here is the, the here big is one. the big one. Uh, Toronto, Ottawa. Um, no. Uh, Louisville, Tampa Bay. Uh, not that. Sorry, that was bad. Uh, Louisville, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. The, the I mean, this could be an Eastern Conference final. Really. Um, mm-hmm. probably should be. We uh we have Louisville eking it out. Um, I have a draw three three. I think this is going to be a shootout. Um, however, Kev Phil Pony, I'll pick Louisville three to two. Ryan has a draw two two. Mike, what are you feeling for this uh, this Eastern Conference playoff preview if everything goes right for both these sides? Yeah, you know I think Louisville benefits from their bye week. Yikes. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sitting there like, man, this isn't going to happen, is it? Um. So in that sense, it's it's disappointing for for Louisville that they sort of have this let off, um, but they are home and and I, I think there's no team that exploits space better than Louisville. Uh, I think it, it, I think Francis should be back for this off international duty. So I, I really liked what Francis brought to the table, um, and for Tampa Bay. They bring back the pieces that really turned their season around last year at, towards the end where, where they sort of picked it up again. I didn't know how they're going to replace Damian Lowe. And, you know, they, they found guys and, and they, they sort of kept those guys. So I'm going Louisville, but I, I think this is going to be, yeah, shootout for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kev Bunnyfield, anybody got some, uh, got some words on this one other than watch this game if you, if you can for sure. Um, let me get the time on that one. I know I've been getting away from that, but um, for neutrals or people that have the time, seven thirty Eastern on on Saturday, um, I would I would definitely tune in. I hope that it doesn't become like a nil nil draw or it doesn't happen because of the field now. But you know, I'll stick my neck out and say if you're not doing anything Saturday night, you might want to watch this one. Might be a more fun game to watch than say like Houston against Sporting Kansas City or something like that. Yeah, maybe right. I'm not saying that. And I call the game. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, the friend of the show, Mike Watts, he'll be there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll watch it, but only if Mike gives us a shout out on the on the broadcast. Hey. <laughs> so bargaining so, chips. Bargaining chips. <laughs> so last year, like everyone had to do that read in the stadiums and on the broadcast, like listen to USL coast to coast and. I'm like, guys, do I have to read this? And they're like, yes. And you have to talk about yourself in the third person. I'm like, come on, mm, man. Mm. So did you, um, did you, and I'll beat you all year, but the myself because I wasn't really a rough nader. <laughs> um, hey, man, it, it, it is what it is. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. If, yeah, I mean, we can, we can plug coast to coast on. Anyway, I, you know I don't. It's not officially back yet, so no? I'm on hiatus. This is you guys are getting exclusive Mike Watts content, and there I go in the third person again. <laughs> I, you know, see, but it fits you really in a in a way. I don't know what way, and I, I'm sure that sounded worse than I wanted it to. But it's you know, it's it works out. It works out. Uh, next, the first battle of Ontario of the season, uh, or you know. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just call it that. that good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what you know. When the two hockey clubs get together, that's what they call it. So why would we be any different? 
I like the show has this. Said they continued yeah. their dominance over Canada because they've beaten Toronto and Ottawa. I liked that one. It's true. It's true. And the Fury, I mean, you know, they beat the first team in the Canadian Cup in the first leg last year, yeah. semifinal, I think, something like that. The show has this going to Ottawa. I'm way too high on Toronto, so I picked them to win, but that's fine. Um, and Pony had a draw. Mike, what are you, what are you feeling about this one? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm on Toronto. Hey, uh, finally, someone yeah, else. I think there's I a lot of good with them. Say that again. I, I said finally someone else picks Toronto, so I don't I don't feel like a yeah. weird black sheep in my own show. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I'm with you. I think they do a lot of things right. I, I'm I'm down with it. Honestly, we had um we had James Grossi up there who who writes for about 20 different outlets up in Canada and I think MLS Soccer and even the club itself. Um and and he, you know, went through kind of the the change that that organization has had with with coach Bent moving up to the first team and then they brought in um I'm never going to remember his name and I don't speak French so I won't be able to do it justice anyway, but the guy that did a lot of work with the uh with the youth national teams out there and then the the US Soccer sent a lot of guys that way so that he could teach them. So um, I feel like Toronto is really buying into the system for the first time. Um, and, you know, they've had guys, Raheem Edwards is, is one that sticks out that have, that have made that jump before. But now I think that they can see it, you know, with him getting some playoff minutes that they'll start to use it more. Yeah. And, and to go off that for a second, sure. when you listen to Greg Vanny yeah. talk about it, the, the head coach for TFC one, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> I was this close proper. to calling St. Louis a reverse two team yeah. after all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Pan FC is a reverse two team. That's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've created a new new universe. Like Vanny it. came from the academy setup, so yeah. he totally gets it. And Tim Bezbachenko, much like Ollie yeah. Curtis in New York. really champions the heck out of USL and really believes in it. It's different naturally in Canada way PDL works 23, but I think they always bought into it. I just think they were always younger than every other team in the league. Yeah, And and that was, that was where the the drop off came. Fair enough. Uh, It's a weird thing how two teams don't have to be good to still send up quality players to the first team. It's, It's a weird thing. But anyway. I will I will reckon that two teams don't have to exist to do really cool things like FC Montreal sending, you know, Tabla out to Barcelona B. <laughs> Good point. Anytime I can I can get that in there, I'll do it. Uh Pony Kev, I know this is not your conference, so to speak, but uh Pony, you did have a draw, and I I, I do like to label you our realist, so why are we all wrong? It's going to be zero zero because no one could score on these two teams. Mm. I mean, okay. I don't see. I love that you're always succinct. Too. You're see. always very. It's going to be this because this. It's really. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. I just can't see either of these two teams having a good chance of putting the ball in the net. Well, he's a stat guy. This plus this equals result. That's what. It's all he needs. That's all. It's you true. Can. It's true. <laughs> he has about twenty different algorithms that he just ran, and he went nope. <laughs> It worked for me last week. You don't want the real version. Right, right. <laughs> it worked for me last week. I got the Nashville Pittsburgh 0 0 draw, right? That's right. true. Uh, yeah, it, mm, I was confused when you did that. Anyway, next game uh, RGV playing the Sacramento in the Valley. Mm-hmm. We all have Sacramento winning. They're off to a great start. And they look That's great. True. 
Uh, I forgot the name of the striker, but he put like two or three moves on a center back and scored a great goal last uh, two days ago or yesterday. That was still yesterday. Man, that was such a good goal. Was that a Wasso? Yeah, that was a yeah, It was. That yeah. was an awesome goal. Yeah, I'm so glad they got a Wasso back because he, he got lost in the shuffle in Kansas City, which stinks. Um, I, I'm on sack too. I'm on Sacramento. Fair. I wasn't. Anyone else? With... Yeah. Any anyone else with any other thoughts on this one? It's it's a decently straightforward affair, I think. Sacramento is going to be a little fresher as well. Mm-hmm. Nothing. We move on. Our friends Fresno play our other friends Oklahoma City. We all have no. We don't. Everyone, well, everyone that's present for the podcast has this as a draw, uh, either nil nil or one one. So uh, that's exciting. Mike, uh, Mike, draw. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, same, same thing. Yep. Draw. No, no one else really. Uh, no, nothing stands out there in terms of separating these two teams. I guess. Yeah, I could see some. I could see changing my pick depending on what happens on Wednesday, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, OKC has an easy. You don't get to do that. Sit back. Yeah, I don't. That's a weird <laughs> precedent to set, Pony. Are you just doing that because you're the guy that has the spreadsheet made up and and you're kind of taking lead on this project? And now you're like, oh, I'll just switch my pick if they win on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is That's a dangerous game. A few hours ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You'll tweet that out, and we'll go. Wait a minute, that doesn't look right. I think I think the off pitch podcast is going to continue to hate us because we just continue. Guys, don't give not, OKC any love. It's going to be not a- personal. Um, <laughs> I like your logo a lot. Your colors are good. You're yeah. lovely people, but I I can't I can't do it. <laughs> is that is that any consolation? Let me know. Let me know. Tweet at us yeah. if that's any consolation. Yeah. If it's not, uh, fly over. I don't know. Figure out something that is, and I can do that too, as long <laughs> as it's within reason, I suppose. And then uh, last game of the week, the. <laughs> The the so fun it hurts sometimes. Las Vegas Lights playing Swope Park Rangers. I have Las Vegas winning because <laughs> I I can. Yeah. Everyone else is going against me. It's fine. I don't need to be liked. I just have a desire to be liked. Mike, I keep wondering if yeah. Las. Oh yeah, let's hear what Mike says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on, let's. I um. So I I I. I work down here in, in, in Florida and I call a lot of these games, most of these games off monitor. And everyone told me like, you, you, dude, you don't know like Vegas. Like you just don't know until you watch it. I'm like, all right guys, it, it's the same game. Like we aren't reinventing the wheel. They reinvented the wheel guys. <laughs> <laughs> are they I, Mike, I, Mike I, uh, just a really quick, are they still playing soccer? Like as we know it, as human beings or have they transcended the game and they're in this kind of weird, like existential crisis and like they, they've come to a higher understanding of sport and life and how those two interact. This was, I mean, if, if that's what, I mean, I guess it's, it's, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I'm watching this. The best way I describe it to people is what happened. Farino got run over, and I, I can't remember if it was – I think it was Ribeiro uh, for Fresno sort of ran him over in the opener, and he, he's laying down. He kicks his legs around, and then he pops up off the ground, 
and he, he starts pointing, and he goes back down. He's grabbing his bicep, and we get a tight-up shot of it, and he, he's not bleeding. It's just like a, a, a bad scratch or something, and he's flailing his legs around. Then he gets up and runs at the ball kid and gets the ball, and then he puts it back in play. I'm like, that was the most absurd 75 <laughs> seconds I've ever experienced in a soccer match. Are, are we, and I know that this would probably take at least 30 minutes and a lot of people weighing in the answer. Are we, are we sure that this isn't like a weird performance art residency they have? <laughs> like they're not. Where's like, the lion pop out? Like, right, right. Like the league kind of pulled one, one over on us and they're like, yeah, it's, it's a football club, but like their manager smokes during games, which by the way, I'm not saying, you know, like it, please don't do that. Um, it's not good for you, but, but the, the, you know, if it's anyone, like if anyone's gonna do it, um, soccer manager, maybe take the edge off a little bit. Um, it's like Blue Man Group with like Shalice yes. and Samuel yeah. Chell. Yeah, yeah. And Celine I, Dion should probably show up. Britney's there. You know, Blink One Eighty Two is around now. But, I but let's be honest, though, arm that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> To show up on the field like cryogenically frozen or something, <laughs> I, yeah. but but like ultimately, like they got a result against Fresno and they totally it was shock and awe. I, I don't, I, I kind of wonder if this is all going to wear off. Sort of the shock <laughs> appeal no, of it. There's, there's llamas and their team photo was ridiculous. Come on, I'm surprised oh, Penny right. Teller haven't refed a game yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fourth official was a mime. Yeah. Four minutes. Four minutes yeah. of stoppage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the jerseys. No, Adam. And he puts up a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those those kits and their mascot cash or whatever yes? it's called. Oh, I forgot that she wrote <laughs> in on a Harley. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that too. I mean, the whole thing. I think Evan's right. It's a performance art piece. Yes, it, and that's why they is. did against Swift Park. Everyone should change your pick. Thank you. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it Swope's gonna win. All right, Swope's gonna win. Throw that at you. And Listen. look, the, the whole time, the whole conversation with uh-huh. Brett Lashbrook last year with the, their their PR folks. When you hear Cedro uh, Chalice's son, who's now head coach. Um, talk about it like they were going to do this the Fresno way. They knew they were going to lead the league in yellow cards. They always did in in Mexico with the teams that he coached. Like this is what they are, and that's okay. It, it's crazy. It's helter skelter. It doesn't make sense. Uh, it, it, it's utterly unique. They're going to win games, but they're also going to lose games. And Swope is the kind of team that's clinical enough to go make them pay for this. No. I will preface this because sometimes my deadpan is a little too good so people don't know if I'm serious or not. I don't actually think any team in the league is fixing matches. No, 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 no. However, it is performance art, meaning the result is predetermined. (laughs) Las Vegas is going to win the USL Cup this year. (laughs) God help us. And, you know, any argument you have, I will just rebut with they have llamas. (laughs) <laughs> what? what else you don't need a grounds crew because they're llamas they eat grass <laughs> wait oh, I figured it out I figured it out I figured it out we need to send their llamas to Louisville to fix their mound and then we'll be great alright we've made a breakthrough Everybody. so wait really? the Las Vegas llamas yes. to Louisville yeah yeah 
in the final that we just told you that they're going to yes. win the world yeah. Yeah. Yep. and Chile scores a 90 96th minute header on a llama it's great it's great <laughs> It's really good. I'm I, I'm in. I'm calling that game. I'm in for good, that. Good. If that's what we get in the end of yes, all this madness yes. this year, I'm yes. cool with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so great. is Jake Edwards because that is a carnival. That's great. Uh, it's a carnival and it's ratings. Um. Anyway, uh, Mike, I I don't know whether to thank you or welcome you to Wonderland. Um, probably a bit of both. Um, I'm sorry we wasted an hour of your time on a Sunday, no less, to do this. Uh, but we, we appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you for your picks and being more knowledgeable than any of us combined, probably. Uh, is there is there any way that people can get in touch with you legally or illegally or, or otherwise that you would be okay with that we can plug? <laughs> There's like 19 ways I can get fired for answering that. So I'm going. I <laughs> won't get you fired. Or right. if you do the one that gets you fired, I know a guy that can replace you. It's me. <laughs> um all right uh that's how this goes man it's yeah, a dog yeah, eat it's dog a, world it's a very <laughs> choose your own adventure employment path yeah <laughs> go to page 27 mike watts gets canned um uh, <laughs> at mike watts on air um and I, I just gotta say this and this is no offense to anyone else like I'll take i got to talk to pony man like i'm so excited <laughs> and he did like dude the I, team I, apart because he you don't have one it's great <laughs> I'm just, I'm very excited. I, I, th- th- this was great. I should be thanking you. Actually, thanks for having me. Rainbow no. Dash is on video. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. 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 No, honestly, right. Mike, we, we appreciate it a whole bunch. Um, you know, I, everyone, I'm going to, we're, we're a little long, so I won't do the whole plug everybody thing, unfortunately. It'll be in the description of the episode for sure. Um, so yeah, that's our picks. Uh, super thanks to two seconds here, Mark Height, the uh, the webmaster for the league, for asking us to do this. I'm sure he totally didn't know what he was getting into. So uh, we appreciate pulling one over on you, Mark. And uh, and you know, look for these picks on uh, when do these come out? Tuesday. Tuesday, maybe. I think Tuesday. He wants these by end of day Monday, and we'll give them to the to give them to him. Uh, according to that. So look for these on Tuesday. There'll be a companion pod to go with those. And then you'll at least get in the heads of uh, the majority of the people on. Thanks again, uh, Mike, for sure. Um, Feel free to give him a follow or, you know, you'll hear his voice. I'm sure multiple times throughout the year. Um, Feel free to follow us at the USL show on Twitter. Um, We don't bite. I promise unless ponies in charge and you want to talk about Cincinnati um and uh yeah uslshow.com for all the other show things and, and the patreon and soccer loco and all that fun stuff so talk to everybody soon thanks again mike for coming on i know we uh you know kind of asked you last minute but i'm glad we were able to talk and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon